and welcome to the No Cell Podcast, your weekly home for all things wrestling. This week, we just got a lot of reviews and some COVID news. Uh, I'm your host, Joseph Lussell. I'm alongside here with the Human Wrestling Database and Nick Saban's number one fan, Corey Mack. It's funny because I was going to say, fuck the national championship game. Fuck Ohio State. Fuck Alabama. I hope both teams lose somehow. I hope Nick Saban has a heart attack on the side of the fucking field and dies. I hope Ohio State just falls into the earth. And fuck all of you all. How's it going? Better now. No so's living legend and Chicago White Sox fan, Mike Booble. Hey, whatever. Chicago State's a baseball team. Fake ass team. Not real. They're moving to Portland. Heard it here first. Heard it here first. Taking them. Will you be a fan of them then? The Portland Padres. I'd prefer that over the Portland Rays. The P-Rays. The Praise. The Praise. Praise. High Praise. High Praise. High Praise. High praise. Nope. I, I'm not going to board the Rays. Nope. Bring the Rays out. <laughs> high I, Praise. I do not want the Rays. The Yankees. The Portland Yankees. High Praise. Oh, well, yeah. But no. Portland Red Sox. No. Portland Mets. The Pred Sox. The Predators. The Predators. The Pred Sox. <laughs> Ooh. Uh, that's, that's not good I would say that, that well, if a team does come, yeah. will you jump on I, the fan, I'll be a fan, the 100%. Oh, yes, 100%. I, I've always said in an ideal world, yep. they are a National League team, and they just, they're my team, and then the Yankees are still my overall, my American League team, but my team that I'm always going to be loyal to. But the potent team, being a National League team, I'll have full allegiance to that as well. So, Joe, in an ideal world, they'll be an AL team, yeah. so then we yeah. can jump on board. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fuck you guys and your favorites. This needs to happen for me. Besides, you already got Seattle in the AL in the Northwest. You don't need that shit. We don't need a Texas thing where both teams are for some reason in the American League now. That's <laughs> bullshit. We don't need that. Get that fucking shit out of here. Yes. You know what we need is National League DH. Bring and that shit that, in. That's true. I, I We need a National League DH, and we also need uh, Nick Saban to die tonight. I, I'll say I didn't mind the doubleheaders being seven in, innings each. Well, no, that's fine. Fan of that? No, yeah. no, that's fine. I'm a fan of that. See, I'm not. I'm a diehard baseball fan, but I'm not tied to the old rules. If they make sense, and it's, I like the extra inning runner thing. It's beautiful. I like that. I like Love the it. seven innings for doubles. I like the three no batter problems. pitcher thing. Yep, yep. Oh, good stuff, man. Nothing they did. Um, I liked all of it. So like yeah, every single rule change. Yep. Welcome to four quarters. <laughs> Already better. <laughs> We'd have a much better baseball podcast than we would. All right, guys. Let's Fuck talk about let's talk about some wrestling. But first, not really. So, uh, dipshit terrorists attacked the Capitol. But those are patriots, Joe. Oh, are they? Oh, yeah. I didn't see. Uh, like they were like linebackers or oh, cornerbacks. Were they like? My favorite thing is a lot of them are saying they didn't plan this. They were it was a response to Democrats and what they're doing to the country. How, uh, as they were wearing a January 6, twenty twenty one. MAGA Civil War shirt, you know, but it wasn't planned. All your in any way. months of posts on social media before that yeah. would beg to differ. I mean, but we knew this fine. was going to happen. Like literally, I read it on Twitter the night before the game plan. Yeah, and then boom, it it, it folded exactly well, um, like a shred. Was the the Patriot there? I uh, no, he uh, no, he gave a speech and then left. Like a little coward. <laughs> no, yeah. not not that Patriot. The Patriot. Oh, yeah. No, no, he uh, shoulder injury. Oh. He couldn't work. There. Little bitch. Is that Dell Wilkes? <laughs> yep. Yeah. Funny enough. Well, it's funny. There, there's a new uh, Twitter account, uh, The Patriot, but it's, it's it's odd. It came about about two hours after Donald Trump's was suspended forever. Huh, weird. You, you suck. You don't hate this. You, <laughs> you don't hate suck. to see that. 
Uh, we're speaking of this because uh, some news came out the other day. Some not shocking news at all. That the uh, that Linda McMahon was the in charge. She was the head of one of the non nonprofit uh, organizations that had money staked into what happened Wednesday. Um, not shocking. <laughs> and uh, you don't say. You don't. Uh, but it did make it did make me go down a rabbit hole. And what I found was very interesting. Vince McMahon's a piece of shit. There's no, there's no doubt. There's no question. However, when it comes to the political shit, most of what I almost, almost all of what I read was that Vince. I mean, he likes to save money, and so he can get tax cuts. That's fine. But it's Linda who's the hardcore, like, political person leaning right with all this shit, and he just goes along for the ride because it keeps the peace. Not to say he's a Democrat by any means, but yeah. he he don't give a shit. He's like, eh, whatever. You know, if I, if I were her opponent in a race, I would just play nonstop on loop behind me a picture of Vince making out with Trish. <laughs> nonstop on making loop. her bark like, in her. This is her husband. This is what you want in Senate, or uh, him, him with uh, Tory. <laughs> yeah, him with Tory, or or like or him he, just saying the n word. Yeah, what's up, Martin? Mm. Or like his uh, going off on Bob Costas on his show. It's just a loop of all just that a loop shit. Loop all that yeah. over like, and over this again. Is, uh, this is the guy. All right, uh, she's Snooka. married to him, so she really that much better. Snooker, you know, Snooker, yeah. yeah. Yes. But yeah, uh, that came out, and uh, it's not a big surprise. No, I wasn't shocked. Uh, fuck her. Uh, God damn it! I, you know, I'm the only one. Hey, you know, I'm. I'm going to be glued to my social media on the 19th because something's going down that day, too. So oh, as long as they have the 20th along. Hmm? As long as they have the 20th along. Well, it's because they want to do it the day before. And they've, they've openly talked about it. The reason I'm, I'm even bringing it up is because it's just like the one on the 6th. They've openly talked about it. Yeah. There's plans. Let's, well, let's hope not because you uh, terrorists, you know, just Patriots. You terrorist patriots can no, rot in hell. No, yeah, there are there are terrorists and fuck them. Yeah. Uh, yeah, fuck everything about them. I love I love every update I get of another one of those spineless pussy little pieces of shit uh, arrested and behind bars and crying and whining because their rights were disrupted. Yep. Fuck all y'all. What I see. I saw one. Yeah, uh, I love the one thing I love about is seeing them trying to fly. And then getting a... Oh, that one was great. Just red, like, no. Crying in the airport. No, we got to get this guy. Jim Cornette had a field day with that one. On on Twitter, somebody was sticking up for the the Army veteran who got shot. And they were like, she was just exercising her First Amendment right. I was like, well, the cop was exercising a Second Amendment right. So, boom. I guess he wins. (laughs) Yeah. How about them gun nuts now, you they, fucktards? They love to dish it out, but they can't you know take it. A good it. guy with a gun stopped a bad girl without one. I don't know what to tell you. Is this what yeah. we wanted? <laughs> yeah. <so. laughs> but as someone was quoted as saying, I don't understand. They're hurting the patriots. They're supposed to hurt the Black Lives Matters people. Yep. I hope that one got shot. Yeah. Any warped it on that? Mm. No. Who said it and what happened to him? Because I hope they're shot. <laughs> yeah. I don't care if this loses us fans. Fuck yeah. all y'all. Yeah. Hey, uh, if you support them, you're not our fans. Go fuck yeah. yourselves. Delete us off your phone. Don't listen to us ever again. Blue Eat Lives Matters, dickwads. I saw so many videos of JR narrating people falling from the walls. Uh, and just, yeah. oh, <laughs> God damn it. 
With God is my witness. <laughs> Why do they have WCW logos on their football helmet? Yeah, he is broken in <laughs> half. He's broken in half. So many. Oh, my God. Well, let's talk about something that's not as scummy. Professional wrestling. All right. Who thought that would be a way into it? We're, tra- we're transitioned to um, <laughs> uh, news came out that uh, one Drew McIntyre has COVID. Daddy Drew. That's unfortunate. Gee. Um, hmm. Who, who could have foreseen something like this a week after they bring all these old super spreader uh, uh, legends in when half of them don't believe in the COVID virus anyway, brother? Um, who, who could have foreseen that someone on the roster would get, would get the COVID after a stupid stunt like that? Yeah, who would be really in close proximity oh, and touching him? Yeah. And who who, who, who had to be right next to him? Brother, dude, brother. I can't place it. But um, Did he say his prayers? Uh, he, he obviously didn't take his vitamins. Did, hmm. Did he kick Sting's ass? Nope. Hmm. So anyway, yeah, fuck you idiots. I mean, what did you think would happen? Was it worth the uh, slight bump you got in a one-week rating? What? Yeah. They went up point two. Yeah. Was it worth it to infect your fucking world My champ? TV didn't help that rating. Nope, that nope. mine didn't either. <laughs> so did it help? Did it help you stupid sons of bitches? I'm on fire today. I'm in a, I'm in a rare form. I like it. I like it. I love it. Wants you, more of it. Fuck yeah. you, Vince McMahon, and your stupid-ass public trust, which I mean is Bruce Rip Pritchard. Maybe you should have a really strong sausage burrito and rip his head right out your fucking ass. Fire him. Get some semblance of normalcy back to your goddamn company. Yeah, it sucked for a decade, but at least it was watchable five years ago. May not have been great, but it was goddamn watchable. It was watchable, yeah. Uh, we have that. I was. Uh, I tried to send you guys a video, but I recorded it in uh, like I recorded on my phone. And then it's like it's too long of a message, but it's like a like a two minute recap of Raw, and it's just like legends being used, uh, not being used. Scene forty three. Legends <laughs> not being used. Forty five. Ninety three. Just like. From what I can gather, they were just there for Randy Horton to hunt in the back to where he can talk shit about him? Yes. That was the in- complete reason Marty yeah, most of them were brought in? He does it on Twitter. I don't know why we need to waste money then. He just do that on Gotta Twitter. Gotta get the ratings up, brother. He talks. So, Randy Horton's going to be the, key, the cause uh, of that. So, last week it was Legends Night, a.k.a. they sat, they stood him back <laughs> as someone walked by to Tonka. Um, so, right. So, like, so the Legends, right? So, it was Hogan. Yep. and Flair. Yep, Alicia Fox. And they didn't fucking nosedive. Well, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hogan and Flair. Yeah, and I would, in all fairness, Sergeant Slaughter. For what he meant, they the GI Joe connection, what he did in the eighties, it still qualifies. I would say he he's the huge. he's the Andre Dawson of legends. You're in the hall, not really though. But I he, he's not the level <laughs> of Flair and Hogan, but he is a legend. Right after him. Uh, Tatanka, Big IRS. Show, IRS, Mickey James. Who's still on the active roster? She's not as, even as a Big Show. I'm like, they're still working. I yeah. Don't... Now, if Big Show was retired, I would put him up there in Legend category. Yeah. But he's not retired. Uh, so there's a s- spot in the last Raw. Candice Michelle. For she wasn't there. She wasn't there. Carlito was sp- advertised, but he didn't show because he was like, why waste myself, fly across uh, the country to be shown backstage? He's always been the one that got it. <laughs> it's nothing has changed. Uh, so last week there's a scene also of not a legend. That's <laughs> uh, <laughs> true. Of uh, Randy Orton like making fun of Mark Henry, and that went. Henry's eliminating him in the Rumble if he's healthy. 
I don't know. God the, damn, I hope not. Are you? <laughs> you're not, you're probably right, but Jesus Christ, I hope not. What do you mean? Because it, it went too long. It went way long. It's just like move your ass, get your ass. It's how fast can you go? Because he has like a bad leg, or you know, he has a cast on, and it's just like. Oh, so he's going to eliminate... Uh, if they wanted to disrespect the legends that they use in the Randy Orton shit uh, completely, they should have just gone full on whole hog like they did months ago and have it take place in a retirement home. Have them all in white gowns in line waiting for their like little cup of pills from the pharmacy tech. And that would be funny. And have, have Custodian Orton with those fucking night vision goggles come in, turn the lights <laughs> off, and beat the fuck out of everybody there. Yep. Well, you know, it Jeff, would have been shitty too, but you know, it would have been better you, than that. You know, Jeff Jarrett was there. I mean, not, not a legend. But uh, <laughs> now, uh, outside the ring doing deals, he's near legend territory. And he's doing deals because I hear that uh, him and Global Force and they, Anthem have finally reached their agreement. That tells me he got paid. Yes. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Don't bet against Jeff. <laughs> we'll, we'll hear more about that next week on <laughs> NoSellerEntertainment.com. You do not bet against Jeff Jarrett. For the Monday Night Wall Stars. You may win in the short run. He will win in the end. Long con, baby. Oh, yeah. Got to spend money to make money, you know what I'm saying? Exactly. Even if it's not yours. <laughs> Don't worry about that. Makes him even better, businessman. <laughs> good old, good old. But no, it was, it was actually bad. really pathetic to see the... Yeah. List of legends and the prostitution of the word legend. I mean, it was stretched beyond all configuration. Well, you know, it was surprising to me because no Sean, he's always behind at NXT. He knows better. Triple H and Sean, they're not going to show up on any of this stuff unless they have to. Yeah, because they know what's going on. They they're not stupid. (laughs) They notice how different they try to. Different themselves? Uh, do NXT from the main roster. Yeah. Like, they have different ideas of how matches go, who, who gets pushed. They push the small guys yeah. who can work. That never happens on the main roster. They know what's going on up there. They want nothing. Like, you think Triple H wants to be on Raw tonight? No, he was ordered to be on Raw tonight. Uh, one thing, Triple H has been called a lot of things. A lot of things. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's very smart. The Cerebral Assassin is a very fitting fitting name for him. What he is doing is letting these ratings tank on purpose. He's not oh. helping. Yeah. Because him out. at some out. point, the board will lose enough money where they will kick Vince's ass the fuck out of that room and install Triple H. He, he mm-hmm. probably throws a bone here and there just to be like to... Well, because he wants to give the, the appearance that he's helping. Yes, exactly. What scares me... Is that he's on record and I also don't know if it's gonna change anything when he's there. I can't promise it will, but that's the only hope we have. I, I'm I'm not holding my breath. I'll give you a weird analogy to this. I uh when Bonds broke the record, the home run record, I was like online, I was like, it doesn't matter. A Rod's gonna break it, it's fine. It's like Bond's gonna have four years one big deal. Like the next year A Rod tested positive and I was like, fuck me. Yeah. This feels like that. Yeah, you'd be like, once Vince is gone, hey, Triple H will be here. He'll save it. Let, me, feel like, let me ask, shit is who, change. who taught Triple H? Whose learning tree has he been under? Yeah. Vince McMahon. McMahon. He's copied, he's tried to copy Vince McMahon's um, taking over the territories approach with NXT to build his legacy, mm-hmm. and it has not worked. It's failed. Um, it's, I'm, well, I mean, you can't say it's failed. It's not failed. He killed all the territories, and like he killed Pro Wrestling Gorilla. He's killed but, Ring of Honor. He, so... You could argue when Vince did that, 
wrestling arguably was in a better spot. Wrestling is not in a better spot now. No, it's for not. doing that, it's actually worse. And with Triple H, he's trying to, you know, it's just because of COVID and stuff. Like you, what UK that took, you know, everybody, everything took a hit. But he was planning on Japan, um, India's something that, that's, that's supposed gonna, to be opening. That's soon. supposed to be happening soon. Yeah, I can't imagine myself watching NXT India. No. Not when uh, the commentary team's going to be Great Kali and Jinder. Yeah, just calling that right now. I just can't see myself watching that. Superstar Spectacular is what they're going, I think, calling it Uh, or something. No, but I'm fine. I think he, I think, I don't know. It's just like, it's that we've all, we've been saying it for years now. The faith that if Triple H is in charge, he should be able to run it a lot easier. Like, maybe try and make the main roster have that NXT feel. I will tell you why I'm hopeful for Triple H being in charge. Do I think he's going to change it drastically from what Vince does? No. But selfishly, I don't care. Because the one thing he will change is the wrestling, which is the problem I have with. I'm a wrestling fan. He's a wrestling fan. You can say what you want about NXT, but it's got wrestling on it. So that part will change, which will probably help me. Whether it's for the good of the It'll company. It'll alienate more people. Yeah. <laughs> Funny enough. Whether it's good for the company. <laughs> eh, who knows. <laughs> but that part will be better for me. Yeah, because he, he, like, even though NXT might not be good to watch weekly, it still has wrestling. Unlike Raw, who, hey, Drew McIntyre comes out, has a match with Keith Lee, and then Goldberg, that young upstarter, comes out and then challenges him, which then Drew instantly kills it by going, I don't know if I, why should I fight you? It'd be like fighting my own dad. That's never good. And then. I think it's the COVID anyway. And then he, then Goldberg shoves him in the ground and they fade to black because they ran, ran short since WF had, WWE has gone away from the runoff, even though NXT can do it every it's not the WWE went away from it. It's USA Network went away with it. They went away with it a year ago when the ratings got bad, and they said you no longer deserve you the overrun. Get Twenty extra minutes because you're actually hurting us in the next quarter yeah. hour. So then they have to put on social media what happened next, and it was just Drew standing up and going head to head with Goldberg. To so and that show. If you want to protect this match at Rumble, you have to. He's off TV to Rumble, right? He's quarantining. He can't yes. be anywhere, anywhere. He, he will be. He yeah. will be on Raw tonight via, via satellite. satellite. But he is quarantining because yes, he is. He was positive. Because like, if he can't wrestle, what do you do? Well, that's what we were talking about. The Triple H is on Raw tonight to kick off the show. Why? Uh, <laughs> why? But to, my guess is they're going to change course because there's three weeks until the pay per view. Yep. However. Anything can happen. Yep. And you have to be proactive. I think you should strip him. I think they probably will. Sucks for him. It it's, super sucks for him. It's gonna and you know what's gonna suck too is Vince is gonna take this personally, like, oh he's he can't be trusted. Mm-hmm. Even though it was and I can't say for sure where he got it, but he's been responsible the entire time. It, so I have to believe it was when you brought in that collection of super spreaders last week for your point two ratings increase. And I've and you I've sacrificed been, your world champ. Way and, to go. And I've been hearing that Drew isn't the only one. Oh, yeah, no. They, they were there. I mean, they were there the whole day in he's, close proximity. But he's the one that matters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm like, <laughs> I, I, I heard there's going to be a, there's a SmackDown guy, too. But got it. A big name SmackDown guy. It better not be Roman. God damn it. Speaking that of. Could have way, Roman that could have Roman might actually huge. strangle Vince to death. That if could he catches, be huge if he ramifications. Catches, 
um, COVID. Uh, but no, so yes. I, but also, I freak out because it's well known that Triple H is Vince McMahon's plan B, which oh, is wrong. So that's why I was like, God, are we going to get Goldberg and Triple H at Rumble? I'm stripping like, him. Uh, oh, my God. So I think just gaming this out, my guess is they strip him. They have uh, some title match on Raw tonight. And then if Drew can wrestle, he'll be in the match somehow at Rumble. Or maybe even win the Rumble. They just kind of do that storyline. It's an easy way to get him back at the title. Honestly, sure. it wouldn't be the worst idea in the world to have him win the Rumble yeah. and win it again at Mania. That's not terrible. Because it's a redo. You could if have, they have live people there. You could have Goldberg and whatever do whatever for two months and have Drew beat him anyways. Yeah. That's not bad. I mean, it's not what I want to see, but turning a negative into a positive, it might get you your chance to redo last year because Drew got a fucking raw deal. Yeah. And um, he deserves a better shake than he got. Dude... <laughs> Take it three times to play with yourself. What do you guys thing. think about this time around for Dodie? The fact that even so though oh, even though it is Drew McIntyre, that they don't like to say who gets COVID. They had no choice this time because that's their world champion, and you have to explain it, why a guy with a huge main event match in three weeks isn't going to be anywhere to be seen on your fucking TV for two do weeks. Because Nitro did. I want to. Like, I was. I'm, I'm going to compare which I like more. You know, I, I'll say this. I watched, I watched all of AEW back-to-back yeah. back weeks, like, first time in a while, and loved it. The idea of when John Moxley got tested positive, what'd they do? They hey, guys, Moxley got uh, COVID, but his match against Archer will be postponed until he's healthy. Yeah. Dodie, we're stripping him of the title because, hey, we're freaking out. I prefer the AEW method. Be honest I do with too. your fans. I do, too. Just wait and do it. Um, but that's never been Vince's forte. Vince's forte is if I wanted to do something and I can't do it, fuck it, I have to find something else I want to do because I have to be in charge. I have to be in control. I didn't want him to get COVID, so this is not acceptable to me. So I have a weird question. Yeah. Because I don't watch weekly because fuck that. Do they have like an authority figure? Uh, yeah, Adam, Adam Pierce, Pierce, the guy facing Roman Reigns at, at Royal Rumble for the so, title. You could you could have the best of both worlds, right? You could be honest with your fans and say, hey, Drew tested positive. But then have your photo figure strip him like a dick and just cut like essentially the Vince promo you just did, but through Adam Pierce. He becomes the heel and you save, but you get, you get both. But, steps. but I, I, I like that. However, we're having, if you go to the Monday Night War stories <laughs> or uh, the pay per view war stories, the, we're having the China, Jeff Jarrett, China with Triple H situation because Adam Pierce is now facing for the title. Makes that hair. On, uh, at the Royal Rumble against Roman, and he's gonna be the baby face. Yeah, he's the baby face. And you can't face have him Friday. have the heel on Monday and have the face on. Uh, oh, you can. Friday. And this yeah. company will do it. But well, yeah. Oh God, they might just bring him in. Big Sean Goldberg. So, by the way, and speaking uh, before you, Corey, you got your, two, your what are you gonna say? On Raw tonight, it was supposed to be Drew McIntyre versus Randy Orton in the main event. Yeah, at least they were promoting a fresh match. Fresh, yes. All right. So their plan, they said, is still to have Randy Orton. In the main event, because they said, and I quote, they need to figure out a new huge main event with Randy Orton to combat this, the national championship game. And my thought process was, so you actually show. think any fucking match you can put on tonight, Randy Orton or not, is going to do anything You know what match could be against that? Maybe if you show Rock Hogan from 18. Maybe yeah. that'll compete with it. Do, you do, 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 do a Nitro, difference. Thunder, put like a... Put an old match on. 
There isn't shit. You know, you know what's funny those. too? No, no. If you go back and watch any of the old Raws that they did highlights, what did so much better than what we yeah. get now. But that crazy son of a bitch in charge actually thinks his company can beat and the does compete with shit like this. He's not in the mindset that they are fucking stone cold with no viewership, declining fandom. That dude is so deep inside a big empty inside his head where he has insulated himself to thinking he is the master businessman who is putting on the best TV he's ever done. Hmm, he believes like somebody, that shit. Sounds like somebody. <laughs> it's one of those things of. It's crazy to me that back when we're, if you go back into the Monday Night War stories, there are weeks you can watch Raw and you know they're taking the L. They don't put on the best matches possible, and the best storylines. They just throw out shit to the wall and be like, hey, we're losing the week in ratings because of Super Bowl, Super Bowl National Championship. National championship. World Series. Just take the L, do what you have to do to forge storylines, but yeah. nothing that's going to be, hmm, and just focus on the next week. You know, but that's not him. That's not him he anymore. Thinks, he thinks he can he can fight this shit. He thinks, why would the fans want to watch a national championship game when they could see Randy Orton wrestle between Alabama and Ohio State? Those are two, two pretty big very fucking programs. prominent college teams. <laughs> like, but I'll give you Randy Orton versus the Big Show. Yep. That'll, that'll I'm calling. I'm saying it's the Big Show because I'm serious. Because I think it, it will be because of him making fun of him last week. Don't don't kid yourself. I haven't heard anything about physical condition. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't be surprised if Edge pops up tonight. Uh-oh. That's how desperate they were. Getting. Ruin the uh, like Rumble surprise yeah. again. Yeah, I, they're all hands on deck, man. He. They're desperate, but he doesn't think they're desperate. But everyone else who's working for him is desperate, and they'll they'll pitch that shit. And he'll be like, "Oh, it's a good idea." It, it's fun. It's funny to hear all that stuff because of the fact that, as we jokingly say all the time, that Vince believes that they have the most fans ever right now. But the ratings don't say it because you know the the uh, networks there, and you're pissed off at the fans too because they're not watching the new stuff. They're watching the old stuff, but. That's why you don't put new old stuff on because, well, God damn it, pal. You're not watching the new stuff. Why should I put the old stuff you on? You know what the plan was this year for a match at one point. Whether it happens or not, God, I hope it doesn't. Whether it was going to be Saudi Arabia, WrestleMania, who knows. But at one point, they were banking on Goldberg versus Edge to be a dream match that's going to get people interested. Yep. That's what they're doing. They're bringing back 50-plus dudes to have dream matches because they haven't yeah. done anything to It wasn't build a dream stuff. match when Edge was in his prime. No. It wasn't a dream no. match. So who gives a fuck? Well, that's com- it. They're, they're, they're grasping at the very bottom of the, of the straw. Can we compare people? Yeah. Okay. We have Sting on AEW, mm-hmm. and people are stacked that Sting's there. Okay. If people are pissed off about Goldberg mm-hmm. because Sting is doing really nothing right now, he is, looks like he, he he's. Picking his spot to who he's going to attack, correct? Right, you know? While Goldberg is being put into the heavyweight title instantly. I would be pissed off if Sting was a wrestler getting title shots. Yep. But they signed him as a legend who's just going to be there. And everybody knows it. That's why I have no problem with that signing. You want to sign an old dude to just be there? Fine. But 
Signing them and putting them straight into world title matches, that is a slap in the face to your roster, your fans, and everything. Okay. Fuck now, that. Now you have staying on AW. Yes. Thoughts about Edge? He shouldn't be anywhere near a world title. He shouldn't be anywhere near a world title. But if he comes back and he's in, he's facing Brian. Randy Orton shouldn't be anywhere near a world title. This is ridiculous. He's going to win one. Edge will for win sure. a world Edge, title. Sure. Edge but. will. But I think for Edge winning it, it would be the fact of the neck injury. The gold watch, <laughs> as Corey would say. I don't think so. I think it's because they honestly believe. He would put butts in seats. He's the butts in the seats guy. Him and Orton and Cena, if he'd ever come back and take her. And and Brock, those are the guys they think are the cream of the crop. And what's funny about all of that, right? That whole list you just listed, Brock is the only one that has a shot, right? Brock's yeah. the only one of that whole group. And he don't give a fuck. There's one other guy, so they're not desperate enough yet. There's one other guy, brother. No, no. <laughs> we don't want it. But there's one guy who lives in Chicago, Illinois, that would actually make a difference short term in ratings. And if they. If they were that, if they were really as devastated, they would sign him. They would throw a fucking truck at him. And they money. could get him for a lot of money. And he has openly said, if you give me a stupid amount of money, I'll, yeah, I'll listen to whatever. I don't yeah. care. If you're yeah. going to pay me $200 million, cool. I'm beginning to think you will see him in a couple of weeks. I was one who's like, you will never see CM Punk wrestle again. You are? He, I'm beginning to think in the next, they're so desperate. That is the only one. They will pay him that stupid money. For that, and he'll for come that back. mania spot? And Absolutely they will. And he won't give a fuck. And no. I won't blame him. Because it's like he was... And he should happily take their money. Yeah. Happily take it. And give half-ass efforts. Because he so much is, is admitted. Like, hey, look, I don't ever want to come back. You want to pay me billions of dollars? I'll come sure. back. But, yeah, well, you get what you get. And you I get like, somebody Good. who hasn't done this in seven fucking years. I like, won't, won't want to watch it. But no. I, won't, I won't curse him. I'll curse them. Like, why the fuck you bring him back? So, then? when you start hearing reports about that, then you know that, like, they are at the absolute... Panic panic mode and that that call honestly probably calls from usa usa is like we will pay cm punk if you will put him on your fucking television look i i try not to believe the tv stories that i read because you give him a lot of crap but really the only one i believe them from are Meltzer, and he hasn't said a damn word about anything yeah okay but there is a awful lot of reports that usa network is very unhappy extremely unhappy what if you what if USA signs Impact just to replace WWE? <laughs> yeah, it'd be awesome. <laughs> Look, we're not, we're getting Impact. We know it's not going to do shit in ratings, but we got, fuck we got MLW. Yeah, MLW. Yeah, MLW is in talks with major TV stations. Now. How amazing would that be if they signed like, them? They're Cor- like, hey, bitch, they're pretty TV show, or we got this one in the bullpen. Don't worry about it. You know it. what Cord Bauer's done? He's done the smart move. He's played low. Mm-hmm. He's signed young talent. Hungry talent, discarded talent nobody else wants, but he he's got the innate ability to work with all the assholes that burn bridges and get the best out of them. Uh, low key being the, the prime the example. Prime. Um, and they've got a good young roster. It's not gonna dominate you know anything, but it's an enjoyable wrestling show that's leaps and bounds better than WWE's putting out. Yep. And he played it low and slow and smart and. He's going to benefit. He's already on, I mean, international. I think he's doing a better job than WWE at this point with international markets. AEW is killing WWE in getting out there to the international market. But then in all fairness, Impact always killed them in getting out to the international audience. 
United States was the only place where Impact is a redheaded stepchild. No. For years, they were competing with WWE in Britain and Europe and Africa. Well, they had a lot of those names who were yeah. who were big internationally. Yeah. It's it, Joe, as the WWE Homer. Oh, I'm just gonna look you straight in the eye and tell you this: it's going to get way worse oh. before anything gets better for you. Oh, I'm no home. I I've, I've kind of you know Joe, jumped yeah. that. Look in my eyes. What do you see? <laughs> A cult personality? I don't know. You better hope you see one. But oh, you better ho- or unless you're looking forward to Edge versus Goldberg at some point for the WWE title. Nope. Then, uh, Not at all. Nope. So we have maybe that to look forward to, but we have the Royal Rumble coming up in three weeks, and already code red for WWF, WWE for the... Uh, Before COVID, it was code red for the title matches yeah, to me. Now, our title matches originally, I had on the thing, on our docket here, Roman... I mean, uh, let's go Goldberg versus Drew, but now it's going to be Roman versus the Authority, Adam Pierce, and uh, I like I like the storyline of how we got here. The storyline was really well done on SmackDown. Pierce didn't decide he was going for it himself. In the end, it was um, what's her face, Sonya Deville. Deville, and then Paul Heyman and Roman himself, who kind of dragged him into the match and didn't give him a choice. So then he's in the match and he was not going to win until Roman made sure he won because Roman wants to beat the shit out of him. The way they built it up, it made sense. It was like, okay, he didn't just go in there and all of a sudden become a badass. Yeah. He was a victim of bullying, to be honest. He was a victim of bullying and they're good. And they successfully found a way to bully him more. Jey Uso and, and Roman attacked Shinsuke Nakamura. And then they super kicked Uso dragged, uh, uh, super kicked, Pierce, drag Pierce on Nakamura, one, two, three. So that's how we got to the situation. Part of me doesn't believe he'll actually be in the match. However, they did do a John Cena, John Laurinaitis pay-per-view main event. They did. And that was a match that had to draw. This is a rumble. People will watch the rumble just for the rumbles. Yep. So you can almost do whatever you want title match-wise here. It's like, That's probably why they did these two here. It's kind of a safe bet. People yeah. are going to want to watch for the rumbles. But, but Jesus Christ. My issue with it, regardless of how good the storyline is to get to it, it is just that first step to putting Roman with an authority figure mm-hmm. where you just again do Austin versus McMahon. Yep. Austin was paired with McMahon initially as a heel. That's when he stunned him in Madison Square Garden. He was a heel then. And it's just that first fucking step. I, God damn it. It also worries me that whether it's a good storyline or not, and I enjoyed SmackDown, you have still an amazingly deep roster of talented people, and you have got all of them so under that when it comes to coming up with viable matches on pay-per-view, you don't think of them. You have to start thinking of retired authority figures and re- and, and old-ass legends to bring back because you've done such a shitty job with your roster that none of them look like they're even above wrestling on main event at this point, let alone challenging for anything important. Who would you say... I had, a, I had an idea for a match. I want to see what you guys think of it. Who would you say is someone who would be somewhat believable at this time that isn't like constantly in a title match? The guy that I think is eventually going to get it, and that's Shinsuke. It's It's simple. It doesn't take long to heat a person up, and, and they, they're heating up. They right heated now. him up. He was in that. He was in that gauntlet, and he eliminated like three people by himself. And the fans were, you know, it's tough to say fans because it's piped in, but 
it would have you believe he was over, right? Right. So, and I believe he'll end up being the challenger anyway in the long run. It's not hard. You just take somebody that the fans, at least at one time, had an attachment to. And in this era, it's, it's hard to figure that out. And just make them good again. A couple weeks being strong and dominant, and then you can believe them. Yep. Start doing that with people instead of bringing in fucking old people and, and retired agents. So for this match you could do, uh, you actually kind of inverse it. Because uh, what, they've, what they've done with Roman that's been really good is taking stuff that's been true and just letting him play on screen. Mm-hmm. Uh, if everybody believes that there's no credible challenger, you just have him in a gauntlet match where he just beats everybody. You yeah. one after another, he like he runs through people until Shinsuke's the last one, and then he leaves the match. He's like, I don't know, I don't like, I'm, I've done all I can, but he like chickens out. Yeah, and then you have Shinsuke saying, Well, we know you couldn't, and then you just build the that, and it's a natural rival at that point because he boom refused to face Shinsuke next month, and yeah, then the next week on SmackDown you have Shinsuke beat Jey Uso, uh-huh. and then all of a sudden, boom, next month you got a pay per view main event. There it people is. can chomp their teeth like it, it's not hard. Yeah. We just spent 40 seconds coming <laughs> up even. with a way and to I make this you, interesting. I gave you a match that can last a while that gets people on pay-per-view right? and then builds to another month's pay-per-view. It's not difficult, but this fucking company <laughs> with its 38 members of creative and it's like agents like, like Bruce Pritchard who only say what Vince wants to hear. I hate this company. Like, they know that the championship committee, like, it wasn't real in WCW, right? Like, that yeah. was bullshit. Like, yeah. you don't actually need a championship committee. You just have to say they're wrong. You just... <laughs> it's not hard. <laughs> it's not hard. That's why I have such an easier time with AEW's matchmaking as opposed to WWE's. It's, it's out front. It's there. It's like, okay, this guy's won four matches. He's going to get a TNT title shot now. Okay, I remember watching those matches. Yep. He's credible. That makes sense. So now, going forward, if somebody has like a four-match winning streak, he's pretty much in line for a title shot yeah, now. And, and, they've then... s- and they've slowly taught you to believe that. And it, it's simple. It's how they used to teach you in the 80s. Like, if somebody was the IC champ, they were next in line. Yeah, yeah. That, was, were... a, that was a de facto number one contender for the heavyweight They title. were going to get the shot, and depending on if Hogan had a movie, he was probably going to win the damn thing. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> it's like um unfortunately that's how you knew like like oh Savage won the title because he's making oh, is, the holds bar is it around is it around June after Mania yeah he's probably won the title then. I was 10 <laughs> dude I was 10 when Wrestlemania 6 happened and I knew that Warrior was winning because Hogan was probably making a movie that summer and sure enough that's exactly what happened so it's not a genius it doesn't take a genius to figure it out doesn't mean it's any less cool it's like the uh couple months ago maybe a year ago it was a year ago that AJ was U.S. title or champion, and he comes out on Raw, and he's like, you know, as I am the U.S. champion, that means I'm number one contender mm-hmm. for your title. Yeah. And you know what they did with it? Nothing. 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 Yeah. That's one thing the NWA slash Jim Crocker promotions was so good about in the late 80s and early 90s is whoever had that title, the U.S. title, and it was usually Luger, never let anybody forget that he was the United States champion, and that title was important, but that means I'm also the number one contender, and I want that fucking world title. Yep. And everybody who went after him, they went after him not only for the prestige of being United States champion, but because it got them that close to the world title. Mm-hmm. It's simple. The times this, co- this, pro- uh, this promo- promotion company, this business, the times this business has made the most money is when people are fighting for titles and money. And they are open about it. It's just like MMA. Yep. They want to fight to get that money, the title, because the title's more money. It's main events. 
Like, That's what you're there for. There are so few exceptions to wrestling, to sports, where the title isn't a draw, right? Like, mm-hmm. Rock and Hogan is an exception. It's not the rule. Yep. You know, at uh, an MMA site, Jorge Masvidal versus Nate Diaz for the BMF title. Well, they actually created a fake title for that. Yep. But, like, that had no real title implications. But there's so, like, all of Conor McGregor's giant fights are for titles. Because mm-hmm. they matter. Exactly. And in the rare occasion where um, where you can draw with a match that isn't for a title, the draws is when you have two guys who have been so dominant and are both peaking and looking for a title mm-hmm. shot, but you got to figure out which one gets it, which is, makes it a title <laughs> eliminator, which means it's kind of a title match, right? So, so it draws again. This is not complicated. Like the Attitude Era, it was about titles. Yeah, like Austin, Austin was, was a all about giant winning that title. champion. Yeah. Triple H, we've been watching. It's it all about, about the being the to champion. Get the belt. The Rock was about being champion for a while. For a while. <laughs> and then he was like, well, I can make more money doing something else way easier. Yeah. So, <laughs> you know. You know. Foley, I mean, Foley, Foley's whole storyline was he almost killed himself to become the champion. Mm-hmm. Uh, three times. We're watching, <clears throat> we're watching on the war stories right now. The, you know, Stone Cold doing promos and all he's saying is the title means everything to me right now. And if you go to any current day wrestling right now, it's who's saying that? Roman. And Roman it means something. Drew. Drew is all about being that world champion. This belt. It Dolph makes Ziggler. me. It's all about the. Yeah. He is the new tag team champ. The dirty on dogs. SmackDown. Him That's got to be an Rude. inside rib. Name than that. God. <sighs> Not, uh, not confident, Joe. Yeah, just rumble. I know. I have it off, so I'm I'm like excited and not just. That's what sucks, you know. man. It's my favorite fucking event of the year. I love rumble matches. It's my favorite match of the year, and yep. I'm just like because I mean they are going to like I love the legend surprises when there's like two. Yeah, there's gonna be 19 fucking legends in this goddamn match. There's gonna be a 40 man. Uh, Fuck, dude. For, it's gonna be a 40 man. And Chad Gable won't be anywhere near the fucking rumble again, though. He'll be even catering. Uh, I'm also. And I've brought this up before. It just, the idea of a rumble without an actual crowd just is more than any other type of show. It's weird. I'm not like sure it. how that's going to play. Should be interesting. Unless they can get a, an exception to have fans there. They still have three weeks and it's in fucking What's Florida, weird so. is that Vince, who was so hardcore to have fans, the latest report is that he's awful hesitant to have fans at WrestleMania. When he's a liability. That probably is what it is, yeah. Because, like, for MMA and boxing, you have to go through the commission to have fans. There you go. And uh, Vince famously does anything to avoid having to go through a commission. So I suspect that's the reason. Because you have to have incredible, like, most states, uh, you have to, if you, like, have a ticket, uh, you have to bring proof with you that you have a negative COVID test. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's true, Which is, you know. Good luck on that. Good luck with all that. So... Don't blame him. That's then. probably the reason. If, so. I'm, if I'm if I'm running it, that that stops me from wanting to do it. Honestly, mm-hmm. it, empty it's arena. funny. It's funny because NXT allows some people in now. Tough Not many, Portland. but like All right. maybe thirty people, fifty people, a hundred. I've heard a hundred, hundreds tops for well, people. Yeah, yeah. So it's like family and friends, family basically. and yeah. friends, basically, and yeah. maybe like a super fan here and there. Yeah. Like, but AEW is doing like eight hundred, but they're doing the outside arena. They do the yeah, they do the, the they're an outside arena. Plus, they they still have some protocol mm-hmm. that they make sure of. Yeah, like no one's close. Yeah, and you don't get to like you know what I mean like with the crowd. 
I, I don't know if it's checking negative tests, but there's something that the fans have to go through as well. Like uh, it's probably temperature screens, and uh, it's probably like mask at all times. Prob- kind yeah, of thing. yeah, that part's for sure. You know, you. Yeah, it's definitely not the WWE. Just look the other way and let them walk in. The capital Huntsworth. The, How'd they, they get there? The infamous like the security guard checking pat down of like. Well, that's where Trump like, got. That's where Trump got the idea. This WWE uh, attendance last year at the Performance Center. What? He didn't really look. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's what we'll do. We'll just look the other way. Hmm. No, I mean, ex- you know, I, I was looking at the um, four names they've already announced. Five names they announced for the Rumble. So you think Otis is the threat? Yeah, and I, I that, and I was getting to that point because I it was like Bobby Lashley. I'm like, okay, cool, mm-hmm. Randy. Okay. okay. AJ, yep. and then it was like Otis. I'm like, that's a and that was always your thing. Like, if you're in the Rumble, you should be a credible world title. Like, yeah, yeah. So that's not like a couple spots, right? Because you can kind of because in a long match, you need like some comedy, you need some legend bits. That stuff is fine, but like, like, you know, if Dolph's like, Dolph doesn't win the fucking set, get the fuck out of here. Like, you need Otis in the Rumble, but yeah. like number eleven, and yeah, he does his comedy shit. It's the break. He gets the fuck out. Yeah, he like, should. But he should not be the fourth one announced for the fucking match. I don't know match. how many times this week, for whatever reason, I saw fucking the Bushwhacker elimination. Comes in, right over the rope, just keeps walking. I love that. That, that was Santino. And that ever. would actually work for Otis. That that one in Santino. Santino like he, wasn't ready. I wasn't ready. I comes, wasn't ready. He comes in, charges Orton. Orton just moves out the way. He goes over the top. He goes, oh, yeah. And just starts going. walking back. Yeah. <laughs> like, that would work. That would work. <laughs> See, it's got a place in the Rumble. Actually... I love that spot. And I can tie it into a to a uh, promotion. <laughs> there you go. You have a Sonic bellhop outside the ring. He goes by, grabs his food on the way back to the locker room. You got a Sonic drive through tie in. Yes. Oh yeah. Yeah. Look yeah. at that. Someone drops off stakes. Like, oh yeah. That's genius. That's genius. Get some sponsorship in there. That's what yeah. I'm talking about. You need to get hired by a Stanford. Fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> I think they have a head writer. Bitch, you can pay me a consultant's fee. I think there's a head writer position over open. here. <laughs> yeah. I am not moving there, and I'm, I'm not. Moving. You need to move here. Well, then I quit. See you later. And I'm not going to answer to you ever. Like, yeah. I'll answer to... Not Bruce. Yeah. Uh, so you're you know going, what? You're gonna call go to... Conrad. Conrad, you know, Conrad, call Bruce, and we'll, I'll call Conrad. You're yeah. going the Cornette route of, like, I would work for them, but from home. Yeah. No, I would not. Fuck that place. Yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't work for WWE or anything. Never in my yeah. life would I work for that. I used, to, I used to be, like, a dream job when I was a kid. Was working for WWF. Yes, it was. In my mind, too. Fuck that I would never shit. in a million years. I would work for... on the I, network side. Fuck that. I would work for AEW, though. I would, too. They seem to take care of their people. Speaking of AEW... Transition whoosh. That's a whoosh. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, Nick Jackson came out that he had COVID in September. And he was bedridden for three weeks... And if we, you go back and watch any of the matches when he came back, you can see that Matt was doing all the work because he did, wasn't, he didn't have... Were they off of TV during September? Yes. I yes. Yeah. yeah. What the storyline was. They were... No they were just gone. They were just gone. Because they, then they, because they hmm. were gone. That makes sense now. They were gone and then they came back and then, why were they were gone? They are doing the Being the Elite and they did like their heart, uh, Buck versus Buck match. But in that time oh, that frame, that was way earlier. Yeah, that was earlier. But in that time frame, he uh, he got it because he can't, he he did he did an Instagram post about how people need to wear a mask. But that's the thing too is like this company's been very transparent about it, but also they're not they don't have to be they don't have to tell us anything. Yeah. yeah. Um. If the 
if the wrestler talks about it publicly, then they are allowed to talk about it, but they're not required to tell us shit. And that tells me that he didn't want it out because right. that company's been completely... Because I'm sure they're being shit on, well, you didn't tell us about Nick. Like, they don't fucking have to yeah. tell you. It's none of your fucking it's, business. It's, it's up to the it, person. It goes, you know Nick Jackson, bro, then fuck off. It, it doesn't go, matter. It goes back to Brody Lee when he passed away. What did I? We want to know. We need to know. We no. live in such a fucking society of everybody has to know everything about everybody. No, you don't. I don't even want to know. I don't care. No. Like... Um, but yeah, he came out, made a post about himself because I think he had an aunt who just passed away, and I don't think I don't know if it was COVID or not. But then he then he did his own post about how people need to wear a mask and about how shitty he was for three weeks. He was bedridden. He had a lot of the symptoms, and then when he came back, he was out of you know he was out of ring shape because of it. it happens, man. And then he was he was he's almost he got lucky. From last dynamite because um, he took a shooting star press to the legs and the rumors were going around that he broke his leg. But it was just a contusion. Con- yeah, lucked out. Because at the end of dynamite, we had Ray Phoenix versus Kenny Omega for the AEW Championship. Can I can I say something before you do? Of course, because I I don't want to. I want to frame my thoughts before I get... And you didn't watch it, but can I yeah. frame you for your thoughts? I love this match. It was great. I gave it um, four and three quarters stars. Match of the year. So far. <laughs> and um, it is actually match of the year. It's better than any of the Wrestle Kingdom matches I rated that equal. There it is. It's the best match I've seen so far in 2021. It reminded me, Joe... It's not quite the level, but it reminded me of Ray and Eddie at Havoc 97. Wow. They were they were locked in. They were super smooth. At one point, Phoenix is on the top rope, and he does a moonsault over Omega, but lands right behind him and goes into yep. a German suplex with, like, didn't miss a beat. Uh, it's like, it, 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 that reminds me it's of, like, that the, that's, that's the Rey Mysterio backflip into the DDT. Or when AJ does it, but yeah. when he was so smooth at it, but when AJ does it, it's like... Land, pause. Because none of the guys in WWE will take the fucking bump the right way. They yeah. actually have to move. Uh, one spot I like is like a shooting once again a shooting star press from Phoenix and Omega gets his legs up at the last second. They thought he hit the move, but then he gets like, "Ha ha, I gotcha." And once again, Omega, I'm loving the entrance, <laughs> loving the uh, like. And what was this week? It was something like he was. He got he did five star matches here here and here but not in North Carolina. Carolina. <laughs> I love the way they're getting there these days. One way or another they have to get to North Carolina. But uh it's the smoothest I've ever seen two people in the ring together since that Halavik 97 match. But what and about I, Will Ospreay and Ricochet. That felt more like a it was a damn good match and I rated it highly but it felt more like a performance. This was like these two guys, it was a wrestling match, but they were still doing shit that nobody nobody else on the face of the earth right now in wrestling could have done what those two did that night. It's I the mean, same way I felt at Havoc 97. Who were you to doubt on Dandy? First I mean, first of all, in 2021, I feel pretty good doubting El Dandy. I don't think he got the goods anymore. Balls. Ballsy. It is ballsy. I'll give you that. Yeah, well, let's get him in the performance center at NXT. We'll see what's up. Uh, but first, they'd make him he go through the be- they'd go through the beginner class and make him tumble and wear the right. helmet where he does bumps because <laughs> he's never been in the big leagues. 
but yes, no, it's it's that caliber, and, and if anybody hasn't seen it, watch it. I mean, I can't praise it. Anybody who knows me knows my love of Eddie versus Ray at Havoc 97, so yeah. if I'm putting it anywhere near that, it's fantastic, and it was just a shade below. So, Omega wins, and then... Uh, Don Callis is like, all right, let's end his career right now. We're going to finish Phoenix off. And then John Moxley comes out with a, with a barbed wire baseball bat, starts to get advantage until two good brothers, Carl Anderson and Luke Gallows, storm the ring and then take out Moxley. What? All yeah. hell is breaking loose. Commentary, these guys don't work here. What the hell they're doing here? And then the... Um, AEW Dark Roster decides to come try and get in since it's it I which I like the fact that it's two outsiders in your ring. Hey yo. I liked it because one for political reasons. It sure looks like Impact is getting all so far out of this relationship. I mean there's nothing Impact can really do for AEW other than Don Callis and the Good Brothers being on Dynamite. Right. That's really all you can get out of it. So instead of having important guys come out first, yeah, have the scrubs come out and have them be that way it doesn't hurt your roster. Yep. Then you have the young bucks come out. They argue with the good brothers. What are you doing here? And then Pillman and Griff Garrison try to get in. And this is when the rumor mill started because the, the Garrison and Pillman were supposed to get both super kicked by the bucks, but um, Nick didn't do the spot. So I think it was like he was hurt. He was hurt. So Anderson shoved. Yeah, Anderson did. So all hell's breaking loose. They call it Iggy. And they do the they do the kick and the shove, and then Omega puts arm the two sweet logo up. The good brothers. The good brothers respond. join, and, and the young bucks. And the join. young bucks, and that's how you end Dynamite. The elite. The elite. <laughs> Question mark? Bullet Club. And I love the Bullet Club feud going on on social media. Oh yeah. With uh, Fale and the Tongans being like, yeah, it's not a real Bullet Club without Tongans in it. And then, like, <laughs> Nick going, oh, we, we, ha- they, Young Bucks brought out that sweet, too sweet cease and desist again shirt yeah, yeah. because of it. And Tom was like, yeah, it wasn't real. There was no cease and desist. <laughs> like, they're just full demarks. Yeah. And then Nick's like, oh, I showed you a picture of the uh, cease and desist. And no, you was didn't. Like, All right. Yeah, sure, sure, you did. Excellent. As Folly's like, at this point, the only Bullet Club is in Japan, and uh, they can do whatever they want. <laughs> you know, like, you know, no one's going to stop them. At this rate, it's not a Bullet Club. <laughs> at this rate, I think my New Year's resolution of uh, prediction of Impact being bought by Khan is like good. getting inch closer <laughs> yeah, and closer, but still so far away. <laughs> oh yeah, it's a long play. He's going to milk the relationship as long as he can. And I love and I love to get them at the bargain basement price. ECWS. And I love the fact that him and Shivani go on weekly ads to promote Dynamite on and their each, show. And each week they're more heelish. Like Khan's just like, eh, you know, it's like, like I probably shouldn't be doing this still, helping your little company out. But you know, I got a hundred. What was it? I got a. A hundred dollar gift card from my or a hundred dollar card from my grandma for Christmas, and I didn't know what to spend the money on, so I bought another week's on here. <laughs> like I just love that. I love the fact like he is just doing that stuff, and I know we talked about how this could just be a one off right now, 
But I had the internet buzzing about the Good Brothers being part of uh, Dynamite. I think it's, I'd say it's to hype next week's Impact pay-per-view, but it would take an act of God and John Cena showing up in the middle of an Impact ring for anybody to even notice it's still alive. It's, yeah, it's the, you, they talk about the AEW having a hardcore fan base. It's only the hardest of the hardcore Impact people that watch that shit still, myself included. Mm-hmm. And it's not particularly good right now. So, I mean, it's going through a... The phase. It goes through a phase every couple of years because they do a good job with who's left available. But then inevitably those contracts come up and then WWE and AEW just cherry pick everybody good. So it's like, all right, we still have this person, this person, and this person, and then a whole bunch of new people that nobody knows. To their credit, they'll get those people... Over enough with critics and other promoters to where when their contract's up, they'll be valuable and gone. And then they'll have to start all over again. And that's just what they do now. They are, they are the ultimate feeder system in the professional wrestling world now. It's not NXT. It's not PWG. It's Impact Wrestling. Mm-hmm. And that's why I said people like Blake Christian, that is the perfect place for them to start. Go there for that two-year contract, work in the X Division, learn. Because what's, what's great about Impact? You'll say nothing. But I'll say, but you know what? You get to learn how to work on TV. Mm-hmm. You know how to manage your promo time, match cues. You get to learn all of that. Oh, yeah. And while also improving. And then when the part where you can do something about it, you've got all that shit down already. It's it's a very useful thing for those young guys. So all you have to learn is whatever company you go to, where is their hard camera? Yeah. That's all you got to learn. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's like if I was just starting, and I know all these companies can make a play for you now because it's ultra hyper. But I would, I would make a point to go to Impact first, just for that learning. Just to be like, okay, I'll get better. I'll learn about the TV side of it. And then in two years, when I'm worth way more than I am now, one of those other two companies are going to really want me, and they'll pay me. It's a no-brainer to me. But, hey, teach their own. Both, I mean, you can always go to NXT and be invisible for three years. Sounds fun. There's people who still haven't made TV that signed in, like, 2016. But hey, you're, like, you're I don't want to speak for it, but like, I feel like those people, by the way, are the people who are like, not really in this. Yeah. You know what I mean? They're like, you know, I have a name. They'll pay me every week to stop being anything. That's what it is. It's Dolph Ziggler. But here, here's the thing. about You know the, the sad thing to me about Dolph Ziggler is he was very much, he loved that business. He yeah. ate, slept, breathed it, mm-hmm. was a obsessive fan, knew everything. He doesn't watch now. He doesn't like it. He doesn't follow it. He doesn't. He openly just admits, I'm here because I've been here so long. They pay me really good to do what I do. I make sure I'm in a shape and still good so I can do what they pay me to do. But this is literally like to him, that WWE job is the equivalent of me working what I do. It's just what I do to pay the bills. I feel bad that they sucked that much passion out of a person to where now it's just like, they pay well, me too much for me to leave, but I really don't give I a mean, fuck. I mean, we go back to what I talked about earlier. Uh, what they did to see him. <laughs> yeah, right. I was saying, there's a lot of people Jesus, they've uh, sucked the joy yeah. out of. Sammy Zayn. Sammy yeah. Zayn, it's just a job now. It's how he pays for his uh, philanthropic work. It's just, Jesus Christ. I mean, I guess it works. <laughs> I guess. Which I guess actually makes, you know what, in Vince's fucked up mind, that makes those two more valuable because yep. he doesn't like wrestling fans. Yeah. He what a fucked up. Sports entertainers. What a fucked He didn't like it. I bet he loves the fact that those two just clock in. Like, yeah, it's time to work. 
No wonder Sami Zayn got the biggest push of his career this year. It's all fed up and hating everything. Yeah, I can do something with that guy. Not him. <laughs> no, I don't fuck my daughter. Yeah. You ever thought about running a third-rate little indie <laughs> wrestling promotion? I talk about pissed ant companies. Yeah. <laughs> do you like the color yellow? <laughs> Dude. Brother. Speaking of uh, piss ant companies, let's go to New Japan. Wow. <laughs> I'm kidding. Damn. Damn. Shots Woo. at one. Jeffrey Mack. I kid. With a G. Corey. Yeah. Uh, you got to watch Russell Kingdom. Yes. Thoughts and reviews? I loved it. I was worried about night two because compared to night one, it didn't have... Mm-hmm. The marquee matches, but it delivered and had good matches. Kota Ibushi is the star of the year. Like this, he won the title. He successfully held it. This is going to be his year. Um, I hope it's a successful one. Um, They kind of set up future, but at the same time, they didn't really because. Uh, COVID has been getting progressively worse in Japan. And the day after New Year Dash, they declared a state of emergency again. And I think New Japan knew what was happening because they they set up stuff you can do moving forward, but it was nothing earth shattering. Yeah. It was just like, here, here's we're, we're going to do a basic outline. And then if we're able to do it, great. And if not, we'll do it months from now. Mm. And it, which is a smart move. You don't want to fucking set up something humongous, and then let it cool off for 10 months or whatever the fuck, you know? But Abushi's the man. Jay White, I still think in the, at the end of the day he'll resign, and that's a storyline. But his contract's up at the end of the month, kind of like Kenny Omega two years ago. I, I, I was going to bring that up because uh, Here, the, the sheets were saying that Jay White's contract was up. I don't think it's a big enough name outside of Japan to warrant anything. WWE wants him badly. To do what? Be a star. To, to, to their level. You know what I mean? Yeah. To, which will actually mean he'll have to, like, they'll yeah, have to cool him off. He has so much more to do in Japan. Like, Kenny right? Omega did everything. Yeah, no, you're That's right. why it made sense. For, that's why it made sense for AJ to leave. Like, he did everything. I think in the long run he resigns. Like, J-Wan hasn't even been heavyweight champion yet, right? Yeah, he did once. He did but once. only because Omega left and oh, they had that. to they had to get the belt to Tanahashi real quick to get to, to Jay White so he can drop it to Okada. So... He hasn't um, had, like, a, a, a legit no, title right he now. Hasn't. Like, he hasn't been the guy. So. I, th- I think he'll resign. Yeah. There's just a couple things that raise people's eyebrows. One, he grew up in uh, New Zealand. Yep. He's a New Zealander, a Kiwi, and um, a diehard WWE fan. That's all he watched growing up. That's all he knew because New Zealand. Yep. Very big WWE fans, so they know that. And also, they... This is this is this is the part I don't understand about WWE. They don't seem to want to ever make stars, but they're damn they're obsessed with signing everybody they can just so everybody else can't have stars. Yeah. So they kind of like how remember Chris Jericho was their number one goal for two thousand or nineteen ninety nine. Yep. Jay White's their number one goal for twenty twenty one. They just want to make sure New Japan, AEW, Ring of Honor, whoever, they just want to make sure they don't have him. Are they going to do anything with him? Probably not. Like, it's one of those things where, like, he doesn't fit in WWE. He doesn't really fit in AEW. He fits wonderfully in Japan. I think Some it, guys just do, man. I think it's, it's just, it'd be best for him to stay there. And I think he will. To me, I think it just comes down to what they offer him. Like, I'm, 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 I'm I mean, my, like, my guess is he wants to stay in New Japan. Like you, 
back up enough money, like people will fuck. But they might back up enough money to get him. But like a smart businessman, he's listening to all offers. But I mean, you back up enough money, then that that leaves less money to pay Adam Cole. So you got a we got a way here. That's gonna come up here. Adam Cole should be in AEW. That's just that's 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 all there is to it. Talk about a perfect fit somewhere. Oh my god. Um, If they if they back up multiple Brinks trucks, then he'll go. Because why wouldn't you? You'd be dumb not to. But I think he wants to stay there, and I think that's where he will stay. And it's the best bet for him, I think. Um, yeah, I, I just thought it was great that the sheets and social media was just... I, Jay but, White's leaving. He's leaving. He's see, NXT. Because he liked the Finn Balor photo. Well, yeah. Confirmed. But also, New Japan is smart. They know there's a chance he could leave. Yep. So they did the storyline, which leaves it open-ended. I wish... If they want to... Uh... Fuck over AEW while also helping themselves, but not hurting the performer. What if some of that Jay White had, like, uh, he'd go to New Japan for, for World Kingdom or Wrestle yeah, Kingdom? Uh, yeah, I mean. In America, you're in WWE, but you can go back for tours. You can go back and do Wrestle Kingdom. Kind of like AEW does uh, with and What's the other one in the summer? Dominion. Dominion. J1. You could do that. I mean, it'd be great for for him. And I just don't. But think then you piss the rest of the rest but I don't of the think, yeah, roster off too. I don't think WWE would, would ever do it just because that would admit that there's another company and worth I, working and for. And I agree, but they said the same thing about downside guarantees that everybody's gonna want one. Well, yeah, the nature of the business changes. Then the venture changes, and then and right now people and are working together. Jay White would warrant that kind of schedule. All right, uh, is who else besides like Okada like, not leaving? But like, who else would warrant that? That would leave. No, Jay exactly. White. I mean, like it's a Jay White specific. I would say, contract. I would say, years like, ago, Tanahashi, just because people wanted the Tanahashi Cena match. You know who should go to WWE that won't? This isn't even, but and that schedule could even help it. But talk about a guy who's done everything he can do in New Japan and been popular as shit over there, and whose charisma would work. No, I mean, yes, but no, whose charisma would work in WWE is Naito. Yeah, that's like, Naito. Like really bright. That's yeah. under though. <laughs> yeah, those lights are pretty <laughs> bright in the Thunderdome. Tetsuya Naito is... He wouldn't win night one. He's out. He's, like, made for WWE. I mean, he's, like, he's mostly charisma. He can work. Don't get me wrong. He has great matches. Are the lights bright? But no. he's not about having great... He can just do the shtick. He's I, uh, fine. Just imagine, like, Jay White, like, knowing that, like, he can wrestle for these two weeks and, you know, Dominion or whatever, walking out with an IC title. Like, it's never on defense. He doesn't do it. It's just there with him. As he, People are like, oh. It'll be like WWE IC champion, blah, 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 blah. You know, Jay, you know, slings. Awesome. It'll be fucking amazing for their company and for Jay White. Have it you just said that? builds their brand. They're never going to fucking do it. I hope he resigns with New Japan. 100%. Perfect. Stay over there. Uh, <laughs> and not only them, uh, they kind of need him at this point because they had Kenny Omega in yep. the waitings when AJ left. Yep. And they were lucky they had Jay White in waiting when Omega they left. They don't have another Jay White. They do don't they? have another foreigner main event level dude. Yeah, and let's say with Japan, uh, they need some outside talent. Yeah. they. I mean, they could survive on their own, but to keep the expansion going globally, they need some main level. I mean, I mean they've always had a Hogan, a Vader, Balor. Uh, I mean, this decade, know. Balor, AJ, Omega, Jay White. Mm-hmm. And he's young. So it's not his time to be done yet. Yeah. And they can groom the next Gaijin. Which I don't know who that would even be at this point. Toriyano. 
John Cena. I don't think Toriano would be the foreign uh, worker in the New Japan company. <laughs> How, let's talk about this, though. Um, Osprey? No. Okay. Well, he's going to be the dude. Don't get me wrong. And he, and he probably is the next. Like, give it a year and Jay can leave. Tiny, though. He's bulked. He's bulked. I would say he's... You know who they should sign? Who? Fucking Harry Smith. But he was there, and they did nothing yeah, with him. They did him. nothing with him. He was a team with Lance Archer, and that's all they did with him. That's unfortunate. All right? Because he's he can be that. And I think he's going to NXT UK. I think that's the guy that beats Walter eventually for that belt. By the way, Ben Carter debuted on NXT UK last week. Yep. Great match with... Uh, De- uh, the, uh, Devin. Devlin. Devlin, yeah. I was say the Devin... The Devin... Uh, Castaway. Jordan Devon. Jordan Devlin. Devlin. Great match. Great match there. Um, I No, but Marty Skrull. Yeah, officially gone got, from Ring of Honor. Officially gone. Worst kept secret in wrestling. <laughs> Where does he end up? AEW for, for a while. AEW wants him, but they can't sign him. Because of the, the controversy. Of every, they've done such a good job not doing that. You know what I mean? They, they get Tessa... With all I the, don't with want all him to the, go with all the, I don't want him to go AEW. However, they've shown before that they have no problem hiring and pushing scumbags in NXT. So with Velveteen Dream and Austin Theory still being there and fine, so yeah, I have, I, 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 I bet I, it'll be there. Tessa not signed yet. Her, her attitude, her attitude is so toxic. So no, weird. No company will touch her. So weird. I AEW think and WWE both said no. That's cool. I think I think it'll be NXT because of I don't AEW is trying to stay away because look they during that time Jimmy Havoc gone gone yeah they got rid of everybody that was an issue uh, so I Priest, Osprey's girlfriend Priestley yeah. gone well she was only gone because of COVID but she, then they also just like all right her name was on the list so they gone. Yeah, but her and Osprey were never. Yeah. That one's different. They yeah, were yeah. never charged with uh, any malicious sexual. It was they had an argument with another female wrestler and used their power to not get her booked at a place. Ha, yeah. And for some reason, that equated to being equal to the speaking out movement, which I never understood. <laughs> yeah, you know. Yep. I'm like, so wait a minute. They didn't sexually assault her. No, they just stopped her from getting a, a payday. Not not any paydays. Just a, a payday. payday. Yeah. And, my, and then my first thought was, well, that's, that's happened in wrestling for fucking decades. What's the big deal? <laughs> right. But yeah, I think he's gone. He, I think he's going to NXT. I think, I think NXT is the best bet because they're just morally bankrupt anyway. And, but if he wants to stay a big fish in a small pond, Impact could use a guy of that stature. How about a big pond and a small fish? I like, I, I did like the fact that uh, Ricochet posted New Year's, his New Year's Eve photos and like Marty was in it. So then he had to. He got so much shit for it that he reposted it all was with it Marty. Yeah, like cropped out. If not, they he edited. He didn't even put he the photo have just up. Kept retweeting it. The same photo. I yeah. don't know. It, to me, it's like that. Speaking of shit, was so disgusting. Mm-hmm. And it was so much happened last year. You almost forget about it. That's the sad part. But I look at the ones who were actually, like, canceled, like, legitimately canceled. Yeah. And that's not let – me, let, me, let me preface this real quick. That is not to downplay any woman who 
spoke out mm. and what happened to her. Absolutely not. But I look at the Jimmy Havocs who were like canceled immediately. Well, that guy was obviously guilty. Yep. You know what I mean? So to me, I just look at the ones who were like all these time later, nothing, you never heard anything again. Like, I wonder, like, were theirs such a big deal? Like, because in all fairness, I don't know the story behind every one of them. Like, yeah. I have no idea what Skrull, let's say Skrull, for instance. I have no idea what he, from what I read, he was 26 and she was 16 and he thought she was 18. At least that's what he's saying. Yeah. Um, you know, how that usually goes. But, and it was like just one girl that, that came out anyway. Mm-hmm. Right? So, like, but has she looked further into it? Is she seeking anything or is she trying to? Have justice. I mean, right. I'm trying to word this carefully because <laughs> I don't. I don't want in any way anybody to think I'm on the other guy's side. I just wonder, like compared to others, how bad some were, and I just, just inquisitive. Really. I was looking around, everybody. Fuck Joy Ryan. Oh yeah, fun. Oh, fuck Joy Ryan and Jimmy Havoc <laughs> and. Uh, oh, how did I forget the dude's name? But he was the worst of the bunch. Uh, What company? Mustache motherfucker. Uh, not Joey Ryan, but uh, remember uh, the guy that it all started with. Uh, he was an indie dude, worked mostly in England, but he's American. He had that long-ass list of, like, I'm the cream in your coffee, the blah, 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 blah. The... It's been too long to... <laughs> I don't know. How can I forget his name? You know what's going to be funny is when we wrap this show up. He's literally Agent Zero when it comes to this shit. Max something? Oh, wait. Um, Indy... Oh, my God. I, I think I know who it is now. But fuck he had, him. He had his mustache. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because um, he was fighting for the union rights. Right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, he was fighting for the union how rights. How can I forget his name? Star? No, I'm going to fucking look it up. <laughs> what? what do I put in? <laughs> Speaking out douchebags. <laughs> <laughs> Wrestling speaking out douchebags. Um, while he looks that up, there are rumors in Indorendo that, uh, sorry, Booble, to tell you this, but it sounds like Rhea Ripley's going to the main roster. Yeah, well, you know. Charlotte already buried her, her own roster. You can bury the main roster, too. Yeah, and cool. uh, Damian Priest as well. But then there's rumors that that already got nixed. Uh, Daniel Bryan. David Starr. David Starr. There it is. Fuck uh, that guy. Daniel Bryan is the one pushing for SmackDown to get a rotating roster to improve TV. Oh, gee. No wonder. Do we, we mean Daniel Bryan's got a good idea that'll help? By where if you rotate people in every month or so, people not only get a well-deserved rest for a month or so, but you keep things fresh. Yeah. And things keep going, and more people get used, and more people potentially get over to where they can make you more money. And that's the thing is like, because the Gasp. people have brought up for years, like an off season, right? And you can't, with a weekly, you can't have an off season. But all that means is you just can't have everybody off at the same time. Yeah, you can give people three weeks to a month off, right? Like everybody, essentially, everybody knows like you all essentially work January to March, you're all here. Like that's just what it is. You know, WrestleMania season. But like after Mania, some people get some time off, and then in May, people get, and then June and July, it just, it's easy. You can even do it with your main event world champions. They just start on TV for three weeks. Tape a satellite promo. Give them a month off. Right? Just a it's, month. It's easily doable. 
You have multi-brand pay-per-views, so the SmackDown champ doesn't have to defend it. Fucking backlash. Nope. It can just be a raw guy. Yep. <laughs> like, and you could, I don't know, like the main event of that paper could be the IC title. You know who does that? You know who's been doing that? AW. Yeah, AW. <laughs> yeah. If you watch, people, I mean, it could have been for COVID, but Bucks were gone for a while, mm-hmm. and they come back. FTR, since they lost, they haven't been used much. Why? Because they're getting a break. Yep. Now they're coming back. Like, it's, they've been doing it the whole time. And it's, you don't, and it's so good, you don't even notice it most of the time. It's, it's not hard. They're used in one way or they're used, if they're not on wrestling, they're used for like a skirmish breakup or something to let you know they're still there. Yeah, if they're still in the building post-COVID, they still don't have to work. You know? I, I just wouldn't even have them travel. Well, uh, me too, but I mean, we're talking like the, like the executive vice presidents yeah. and what if they have to be there for something. Look at Cody but was gone for like a month and a half. Yeah, Cody was gone. He was you know filming that TV show, yeah. but it's time off. It... it Plus I haven't watched make... that show. It looks so terrible. I, I have. Oh my god, that show I'll never, terrible. I'll never seen it. Yeah. Uh, but it freshens you up too. It means something when you come back. It's a. To be honest, it's a win-win, and you have a deep enough talent pool to do it easily. Yeah. We're, like, we're not saying like fucking. You're, you Roman's gone TV. for two months. You don't have TV from June to September. It's not what we're saying. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Jesus. You'll just have TV for the month of July without Randy Orton. And that's uh, doable. And Billy Kay. Yeah. And, uh, you know, and Street Profits. They get July off. You yeah. know? It's not a big deal, man. Not one big deal at all. What is a big deal for NXT is the Dusty Cup. Yeah. That's back. Uh, starts, I really don't care about the men's one. Starts this week, I believe. <laughs> and then later on this year, it'll be the women's time for the Dusty Cup. That one I care about. Yeah. Be interesting. Uh, this year they're trying to shake it up a little, so they're doing it on 205 Live and NXT to say, hey, 205 Live isn't dead uh, well, I guess just I, yet. I, I guess I just won't see the ones that are on 205 Live because yeah. that thing is dead as a doornail. It's like 20 minutes long now, and it's usually the Bollywood Boys. And Everrise and Davari. No, no, life's too short. It's a hard path. I love C&D rate wrestling shows. I can't go near 205 Live. That's a, that's a no-sell for me. Yeah. Yeah, but... I'll take your word for those matches. <laughs> oh, what happened here? All right. <laughs> you could make up anything. You could tell it. me Demolition came back and defeated the Bollywood Boys on 205 Live. And I yeah, bet. checks out. Okay. Those are legends, right? Yeah. <laughs> Definitely the Road Warriors. Those are uh, legends. Legends. All right, guys. Let's wrap this show down. Um, that's all we got, right? Anything yeah. else? Anything? I don't remember it? anything else. That yeah. seems to be about it. Fuck it all. All right. Let's wrap this lovely showdown uh you can find and listen to this podcast at nocellentertainment.com that's right nocellentertainment.com if you weren't able to listen to us live go to nocellentertainment.com and listen to the show and you can listen to all of your podcasts wherever you listen to your podcasts